Nebraska Public Media Sports brings you live coverage of the girls and boys NSAA High School Soccer Championships from Morrison Stadium at Creighton University. Tuesday, May 14th, see Class B boys at 5.30 p.m. Central and Class A boys at 8 p.m. Central on Nebraska Public Media. Listening to Hurt at Sports Radio. Three or six coming out of the half, scoring on, on back-to-back drives and giving yourself some momentum. You know that's that's huge in a game, especially against a good team um, like we just played. So it stings. Um, losing losing's never fun. Losing sucks. It's, it's one thing though. We're not going to let this divide us. You know, and we're gonna we're gonna come together. We're gonna figure it out. Wrapping up hour number one here on Herd Out Sports Radio. I'm Ravi Lula. Aaron, uh, Andrew, not Aaron Rodgers. Jeez. We could talk about Aaron, though, after we uh, talk a little bit. Josh Allen yeah. with Nate. Andrew Rodgers here with me. We're on AF590 ESPN Omaha, ESPN Tri-Cities. Joining us on the Warhorse Sportsbook Hotline is our guy, Nate. Nate, what's going on, man? Hey, what's going on, guys? How you doing? Yeah, I'm good, man. I love your show, man. I love listening to you guys, Appreciate man. Appreciate you. Uh, I just want to say one thing, man. You know, Josh Allen seemed like a great guy, man, but I'm tired of the excuses, bro. Amen. You know, I'm tired of people making, I'm tired of people making excuses for the guy, man. You know what I mean? You know, like he turning the ball over, he causing games, he getting people fired, man. You know what I mean? <laughs> he's a liability. <laughs> yeah, he's a liability, man. He's a great guy. You ever work with a guy? He's a great guy, but you know, you got to, you know. <laughs> Can't keep making excuses for the guy. You know right. I, mean? I sit next to Ravi every day. It's, it's crazy. It's true. <laughs> I'm a huge liability. Yeah, and also, man, yeah, and also, man I, uh, it's one thing about that rule, and I can't say, man. The guy, he stays the course, man. It's easy to throw people under the bus, but he don't do it. Mm-hmm. So I, I've, grown to, I've grown to respect him for that, man. You know, because I, I know he thinks to himself, as soon as the season knows I'm getting rid of Satterfield, he got to go, but he won't say it publicly. And so he got to respect the guy. <laughs> You got to respect a guy like that. Uh, yeah, thank y'all for taking my call, man. Hey, Appreciate thank you, and you, thanks Nate. for the kind words, man. Uh, yeah, I mean, I, I do. That is one of the things I respect the most about about Coach Rule is that he just he's not going to throw anyone under the bus. He's accountable. He's uh, he's going to take ownership, even to a fault um, when it's like when it's not his fault, right? Um, but it's a challenge. I do appreciate that about him. And as long as he's having the right conversations behind closed doors where he's keeping Satterfield accountable as well, which I'm sure he is, that's what matters to me at this point. But, uh, I mean, he's right about Josh Allen. Like, not – what was it, two years ago? We were talking about him in the – I wasn't, but other people were talking about him in the same conversation as Patrick Mahomes. Mm-hmm. And, listen, he had a great year. He had a, he had a terrific year. Uh, the year that they lost to the Chiefs in the AFC Championship game, that was like the 13-second year, right, where they yes, get the, the the Chiefs got in field yeah, goal position. That was, a, that was a year Buffalo had a good defense too. Yeah, right. That, and that was a that was a team that if, if Buffalo was going to break through and win a Super Bowl, like that was probably the team. But they got Patrick imagine, Mahomes pretty hard. Letting somebody go down the field in 13 seconds and it's score on you. Unbelievable. Imagine. Like I I don't know. I know we made a big but no deal. timeouts. Right. That's the crazy – like, I know we made a big deal about it at the time. I don't know if enough is made about how ridiculous that was. Just uh, – I mean, it's an all-time moment in Patrick Mahomes' career to to make it in that spot to – I mean, it, that would have been a crazy feat in a regular season game. But to go to the Super Bowl, um, that was a whole other deal. So, 
Um, that was probably his best chance, though, and he played really well that year. And people are like, oh, who are you taking, Mahomes or, or Josh Allen? And I'm like, hey, I'm still taking Burrow over Allen. Like, get out of my face with this, with this Josh Allen stuff. Because I agree with Nate. He's always, outside of one year, he has always been a turnover machine. And you can't just look at the interceptions because that dude has fumbled the ball a ton in his career also. It's been a huge problem for him taking care of the football. And as we've seen, to a more extreme degree here at Nebraska, it is really hard to win football games consistently if you don't know on any given play, any given possession, whether or not your quarterback's going to take care of the football. It's just too hard to do consistently. It's, it's not a practical way. And I'm, listen, I'm not saying they should move on from Josh Allen because obviously even with the turnovers. He's still one of the better quarterbacks in the league. Yeah, he's still – I'm top five, probably, maybe six if you like certain guys, but he's certainly one of the best quarterbacks in the league still. But there's a gap between, okay, the guys that you can trust and rely on to take care of the football and play at that level, and then him, who, you know, he, he's a little bit more. He's a little bit more Brett Favre than Tom Brady, right? In he's going to put the ball in harm's way. He's going to take some chances that maybe great, he shouldn't. Great analogy. Like, and listen. I know Brett Favre won a Super Bowl. They wanted a super high level with Brett Favre. Well, Buffalo will probably win one, too. <laughs> I mean, it's certainly possible. I'm not ruling it out. I, I they could absolutely. still win this year, theoretically. Yes. Yeah, they, they could get it turned around and, and win this year. Or, or, you know, I would never rule out the possibility of Josh Allen and Buffalo winning a Super Bowl. But the point is you're going to have a much harder time, and we saw this with, with Favre winning consistently. He had some rough years in Green Bay because of how frequently he turned the ball over. You really have a smaller margin for error, and you have to rely more on the defense and special teams to be consistent, whereas a guy like Brady, a guy like Mahomes, actually makes those units better. He makes, it e- he makes life, life easier on those units. That's the difference between a good quarterback and a great or an all-timer is, listen, good quarterbacks make the offense better. Great quarterbacks make the entire team better, and Josh Allen is not in that category. He makes, he's often makes times a little, things a little bit more challenging for the other parts of the team. Well, yeah, to a degree, because he does still make the offense better. He d- yeah, uh, for sure it, makes the offense better, yes. Uh, but, yes, it, he doesn't make the team overall better right now. Yeah. Um, because the offense is still performing. Like I gave the, the statistics in, yeah. in the last segment with, with Ken Dorsey's firing, uh, the offense is still working. It's just a matter of how you have to limit those mistakes mm-hmm. that can be detrimental to your offense, and that's what hurts the team at the end of the day. He's got to do a better job of protecting the football. Sometimes I wonder, and I wondered this with, with Nebraska quarterbacks too, you know that game that like, you would go to a carnival and you'd throw a football into like a net of like a, a cardboard cutout mm-hmm. of a football player? Like Sometimes I wonder if they could even hit that target, <laughs> like any of them. Yeah, and and you know that's that's a little bit to do with what we see in the turnover department. Yeah, uh, Justin Herbert gets a lot of gets a lot of crap for not being able to get to the playoffs or, or perform well in the playoffs and for and not get, being a winner and get and get the Chargers yeah. in a position to have a chance to win a Super Bowl. Yet you look at Herbert's stats opposed to uh, opposed to Allen's, and he throws at least five less picks a year. At least, yeah. I mean, and this year it's probably going to be closer to 10 picks less in a year yeah. he still is helping his team win that team is just not offensively performing to their ability yeah and so when when you take uh when you take Josh Allen into account altogether he does have to be reassessed he does have to be looked at as 
okay, yeah, you may be a top six quarterback in the league, but are you the best chance that we have to win? And for Buffalo, it probably is, but because you're the chances of finding someone as good as Josh Allen somewhere else is pretty low. That's the that's the harsh reality of the quarterback situation in the NFL is you've got these guys who are obviously flawed and that there's times where they do hurt your team Sometimes because you just got to stick it out. But that's the key, right? There's all the the gap between guys like Josh Allen and like the middle half of the mm-hmm. league in terms of where their quarterback play is. Yeah, like Sam Howell's performing as one of the best quarterbacks in the league right now. Would you rather have Sam Howell or Josh Allen? Yeah, I'm taking Josh Allen. Most times, yeah, like, if not 100% of the time, yeah. you're picking Josh Allen. Uh, C.J. Stroud, though, or C- Josh Allen, right. it could be a little more interesting. But, look at but the, I'm still leaning Josh Allen. Well, problem, problem, look, sorry, the problem is if you stick it out, you're gonna, you may miss that window to where you have the opportunity to win everything because of, of contracts, because of guys, other guys getting older on the team. So, I mean, you know, I mean, you're, you're playing that. But, you're playing that. You're trying to find that sweet spot. So I don't know about sticking it out. But removing Allen from that equation, I don't know if you can find somebody else that can either be as productive or sustainable offensively like to, to match that or right. come close to Josh well, and, Allen. And that's kind of my it, point, it, right? It's the toughest thing to do in the NFL. Like you look at, yeah, quarterback evaluation in general is the toughest thing to do in the NFL in terms of putting a team together, right? Because look at the guys that got drafted last year, all right? Three guys that people were pretty high on. I was not super high on Anthony Richardson, but I was. a lot of people were. The top three guys taken, Bryce Young, C.J. Stroud, Anthony Richardson. Well, Anthony Richardson's hurt, so we really don't know what he is yet. Bryce Young is – He was looking like the rookie of the year early, though. Bryce Young is struggling. And then you've got C.J. Stroud, who, who is now awesome. the undoubtedly rookie yeah, of the who's year. Who's just awesome, right? So we have no idea. We have no idea what Anthony Richardson is. We – it's too early on Bryce Young, but it's, it's a rough start. And then you've got C.J. Stroud, who's awesome, right? So the chances of getting the C.J. Stroud, even if you do go all in and try and get a new guy in the draft, you're still, it's still a crapshoot. I mean, I think the percentage is like only 40% of first-round quarterbacks are any good at all. And then to get a guy that's at the level of Josh Allen is a much smaller percentage even still. So that's the problem with deciding to move on is – Move on to what? There's not very often that you've got a Tom Brady who's just out there and available. It's not very often that you have an Aaron Rodgers who's just out there mm-hmm. and available. And what's the, or like Peyton Manning when he went to Denver. But what's the key with all three of those guys? They're ancient, right? All of those guys were very old when they moved on. So you're saying, hey, if I get one of these guys, I have to have a team that's ready to win a Super Bowl right away. They figured it out with Denver and Peyton Manning. They figured it out with Tampa and, and Tom Brady. I don't know what the Jets would have looked like with Aaron Rodgers if he was healthy. I don't think they're a Super Bowl team, but they certainly would be better than they are now. Yeah, yeah. Well, and, you know, that's a team that I actually had in the, the panic mode category. The Jets? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean. Because defensively, they're built. No, they're incredible. They're, they're ready. I actually really like their roster. I like their offense, too. Yeah. Garrett Wilson, maybe. Brees one, Hall. Maybe, I love Brees maybe Hall. what, top five receiver in the NFL? Garrett Wilson? Top ten, probably at the least. You look Brees Hall. Brees Hall healthy. Brees Hall Getting awesome. all the reps. Top ten running back in the NFL. Could someday be a top five running back? Like, even as, as soon as next year? This, this team is built to win, yet they're surviving or trying to survive with Zach Wilson. Yeah. It may actually be too late at this point for the Jets to ever, like, 
try to make a move to get a more sustainable quarterback in until Rodgers comes back? Well, because this, even if Rodgers yeah. returns from this injury, if he has like some godlike moment and comes back way earlier than he's supposed to, the Jets still are probably in a position where they don't play him because they're not in playoff contention. Yeah, it's it's a like I said, it's a crazy um, it's a crazy position to try and evaluate and. They're struggling. More Herd at Sports coming up next.